Ladies and gentlemen, we present June Whitfield, Wallace Eaton, Robertson Hare, and Frankie Howard. Thank you very much, thank you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, well, how are you? Huh? All right? Good. Well, it's nice to be back. I must have been a few months now, but I haven't been idle. I've had lots of offers, <laughs> including a few in the West End. And you, you get some funny offers in the West End these days, I'm telling you. I'd like to tell you about those, but I, if I thought I'd get away with it, but unfortunately this isn't telly, you see. And, um... <laughs> No, as, because you see, I think what they wanted to do, all these commercials, because I've been badged, you know. One lot was after me for soup. As they said, you've been in it long enough. <laughs> I've done that wrong. Now, that, read that again. I didn't do that very, wasn't, it's not a very funny joke anyway, but I made it worse. As they said, <laughs> you, listen, as, I'm going to do if it kills me. As they said, you've been in it enough times. It was just as bad first time. <laughs> And I did, I dallied uh, for a commercial for a, a cigarette firm. It was for Cinebars in colour, you see, because I have a very good colour. I've known, known in water street as a, a brewer's flush. <laughs> and so this commercial was all there, posing in my stretched slacks and a black roll top, lounging by a, a cool mountain stream, waiting for this dolly to come up and throw her arms around me, you see. That's how it all started out, because this firm was a new lot. Well, you can tell the fags are only one and nine for fifty. <laughs> With coupons. Well, the whole thing was a shambles. They couldn't find a mountain stream for a start. So we ended up on the Union Canal at Paddington. It was the same. And there I was in the pouring rain when, when this bird came up. And instead of throwing her arms around me, she started slapping me on the back. It was this fag they'd give me. I was choking. <laughs> so I, I'm letting it on with it. But then I had a call from, you know, Bill Worsley at the BBC. Woeful Willie Worsley. <laughs> would I pop in and chat about a new series? And I thought, well, why not? You know, at least he would pay the water rate. And there he was in his new office, very luxurious. Oh, yes, fitted carpet. And he was on his knees, if you believe. Oh, yes. I thought, oh, I am in demand. Because I tweaked it, you see. He was laying it. And we had a little chat. <laughs> a little chat. Mind you, it wasn't easy, because Bill had a mouthful of tin tacks. And I had to dodge about all the time. Well, in three yards, tin tacks can do you a mischief, you know. Especially from this position. Anyway, whoops, anyway, we got, um, we got something sorted out. And Bill said, now you can do whatever you like, as long as you keep it clean. That's a nice hand to clap for a start. <laughs> eh? What? I should say so. And these new fashions, these fashions, they're a liberty. They don't help, do they? You should see my landlady, poor soul. Now, there's mutton, the lump lamb. Skirts up to her handbag. <laughs> and a cut-out vest, if you please. And that's just for weekdays. I had to laugh. I had to laugh to myself. Because just before I left this morning, she popped her head down the door. And that's enough to turn your head up for a start. So her first words were... Excuse me, Mr. Howard. I'm off. Well, don't worry, love. It's probably the weather. The weather. <laughs> I mean, I'm off on me holiday. What, now? Yes. Oh? Oh, yes, I'm off for two weeks. Two weeks? Yes. But don't worry, I've left you a nice shepherd's tie. Two, two weeks? I was a big shepherd. Two weeks. <laughs> oh, you'll be all right, Mr. Howard. There's plenty in the fridge. Oh, that's nice. I'm in for a frozen fortnight. It'd be nice. 
Have a nice time and don't do anything I like doing. No, all right, then. I'll drop your postcard. Ta-da now. Bye-bye. And that was that. Off she went with a carrier bag full of traveller's checks. Because I've got the money these days, you know, and I know how to live. She even keeps the brown eye on in, in a decanter. But on the other hand, money can be a curse. I mean, in the wrong hands, you see, breeds snobbery. Uh, for instance, have you noticed in these big stores when you buy anything, they, you get all the old madam if you buy anything in these big stores? Bowed out. A taxi called. Even if you don't want one. <laughs> they never try and stop a bus for you, do they? <laughs> you take something back and try and change it or get a refund. Oh, you soon notice the difference. I was in a store the other week, my life, just browsing. Browsing. You have to keep an eye open for the store detective because of a suspicious lot. And anyway, near the complaints department, I heard this young lady bringing brow, brow beaten. And you can't stand by and do nothing, can you? So Francis Galahad was in. I'm very sorry, madam. We can't possibly exchange this item or refund the money. What a liberty. What about the shopper's rights? What was that, sir? Are you with this lady? No, but I couldn't help overhearing. Partly because I was listening. <laughs> oh, an eavesdropper. Eavesdropper? How dare you? Clangers, yes. Eaves, never. Now, if I may continue, madam. Sir. Oh, I think about... Oh, that madam. No, that madam. Of course, of course, yes. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> She's luggage in advance, isn't she? You see, it was rather expensive, and I do feel that I should get some satisfaction. I... I don't think you get much from him, girl. <laughs> Talk about Big Brother. It's a wonder this department isn't in the basement with rubber hoses and spotlights. That could be arranged, sir. Listen, don't you get touch with me, mate. I'm not without influence, you know. I happen to know your chairman's wife. I used to be a milkman. Oh, don't worry. I've whipped her cream a few times. <laughs> oh, she was always on the yogurt. Now, madam, what about this oh. article? <clears throat> what? When exactly was it purchased? Well, I mislaid the receipt, but I think... You it was... think? How dare you use that vocal tone? This young lady walks in here straight off the street. I beg your pardon. Um... <laughs> Would you like to inspect the goods? There's no need for that. I can see from here it's rubbish. Look at those seams. Just the, the slightest tug and... <laughs> You see the sleeves off. And look at his collar. <laughs> see, that can weigh me hand. No, but you don't understand. I do, only too well. Your husband's suit was a disgrace. No wonder he sent it back. He didn't. Yeah. Pardon? I only brought it in for dry cleaning. It's my handbag I'm returning. Oh. <laughs> That's a different kettle of kippers. I mean, you should have said. Oh. Oh, she is a funny woman, isn't she? So you do your best, but you can't win, can you? And you know, I never knew that invisible mending was so expensive. Oh, penniless Francis. <laughs> Mind you, you get a terrible lot of snobbery these days, don't you? I can't stand snobbery myself, can you? Because I wasn't getting out enough of me, you know. I wasn't, I wasn't getting enough fresh air, so I thought, right, join a golf club. Because, I mean, you walk miles just looking for the ball. Don't you? Get plenty of fresh air. So I trotted down to Ferndale, because I heard it was a very good club, Ferndale. Ah, here we are, Ferndale. Most salubrious. Just the job for a tone-up. I'll nip into the clubhouse and watch them having their 19th 
nervous breakdown. Hmm, they've all got a very good elbow action. Better make yourself known. Good morning. Are you addressing me? Yes, I was. Oh, I'm like that. I'm not toppy nose, you know. <laughs> Don't believe we've met. My Nigel Chillington Bull Colonel retired. Oh, oh, I'm Francis A. Howard, Lance Corporal DeMont. <laughs> you're, um, you're retired, are you? Retired? I suppose this is more fun than a Derby and Joan Club, yes. This happens to be Ferndale, oh. a very fine golf club, and I thought exclusive. And that's how we want to keep it, don't we? No scruffs. Now, where do I join? Oh, you mean you're not a member? No. Ah, hope springs eternal. Pardon? For a moment, I thought the committee had gone mad. Oh, I'm going to like it here. No side, is there? No. I take it you have a bit of nosh at lunchtime? You know, I think I would better see the secretary. Oh. He's out on the greens now. Oh, jolly good, yes, yes. Lovely actor. Good actor. <laughs> All these different voices. Tell us the same one, never mind, he does his best. Now, there, the secretary, let's go out and meet him. I can have a bit of a whack at the same time. I've got a stick. Just the one, mind you. Very nice, though. It's got Ramsgate Corporation stamped on it. Yes, you'd better follow me. Right. Ah! <laughs> nice bit of grass. This is better than the park. I say, Cyril, have your moment. Colin! Oh, I like his plus fours and brown and white shoes. He must be the club comic. <laughs> what can I do for you, Nigel? Uh, this uh, fella wants to join the club. Uh -huh. I suggest you put him in the picture. Wants to join the club? Oh, good heavens. Yes, exactly. Uh, good morning. I'm your new member. Not so fast. Oh, no. It's not as easy as that. You're hardly Ferndale. Oh? You don't seem to realise among our members are stockbrokers civic dignitaries, members of parliament. Oh, I see, you're letting anybody in. Oh, well, I don't mind. All brothers under the skin. All brothers under the skin. Have you managed to join any other clubs? Of course, isn't it obvious? I'm in the Christmas club of the off-license. <laughs> I'm already down for two crates of light and an empire port. Rubbish. It's rubbish? It's not a bad gargle at six and a tanner a bottle? What do you mean, rubbish? There's only one thing I can suggest. What's that? You leave quietly, and we'll forget the whole unsavoury incident. Unsavoury? You watch it, Dad. Just give me the form and I'll fill it in. I've no more time to quibble. I suggest you leave. What a funny little fellow, isn't he? Like a bloodshot gnome. <laughs> watch your tongue. Whoa. I've dealt with your type before. Oh, yes. Slashing deck chairs at the seaside, hurling policemen off the pier. You're nothing but a rowdy. Who wound you up? Little pompous pants. Don't fly into a tantrum. Do you? What are you hopping up and down? Would you like to leave the room? Kindly go before I lose my temper. You troglodyte. Troglodyte? I don't even mean they meant troglodyte. We did probably. As bad as me. I've never even been there. I say, you having trouble, sir? Hello, old wind and bristles is back. <laughs> Nothing I can't handle, Nigel. Leave him to me. Certainly. No, sir. Ah, sir, it's more like a bit of respect from you. Civility costs nothing. Now you run along and get the form, and I'll be at the bar. Oh, very well. Not to worry, Nigel. I'll humour him. He'll be off the premises before lunch with a flea in his ear. Good girl. <laughs> 
This too is a bit high. Oops, a daisy. Oh, I beg your pardon. I'm sorry. Not at all. Any time. Pardon? <laughs> You're new here, aren't you? Yes, brand new. <laughs> Hardly unwrapped. I'm just joining. Tell me, do you play? All the time. Good. I think I've found my handicap already. Um, allow me to introduce myself. I'm Francis. I'm Stella. I'm delighted. Would you care for a gherkin? <laughs> let's, let's live a little. Oh, thank you. I can see you're a man of decision. And I've just made one. Oh, Francis, you fool! Tell me, are you thinking of playing around today? If you insist. <laughs> well, I can play golf later. But you know, I've had a shocking morning. Have you? Yes. I was thwarted on the third, frustrated at the fourth. Oh, it must have been filthy at the fifth. Why don't we have another little drinky? Then perhaps we could meander around the course. Mm? <laughs> Love to. Oh, she's a sport. She's a sport. You could show me how to get out of the rough. How are you with a niblick? <laughs> well, don't take a vote on it. I'm unbelievable. There's nothing I like better than a little niblick. Perhaps we'd both finish up below par. With any... <laughs> With any luck? <laughs> oh, she's a sport. You know, I find you quite tantalizing. Do you? Yes, that hint of mischief oh. in your eyes, that smile playing round your lips, those shoulders, ooh, that waist. Oh, believe me, there's no waist. <laughs> Which way is she going now? Oh, those rippling biceps, oh. that chest. Yeah, well, that's the round tour. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Excuse me. Yes. Ah, there we are. Have you got the form, have you? Yes. Yes. I have. Oh. I shall need to check on your testimonials. Pardon? <laughs> As I tried to point out, this is a very select club. Yes, I've just made my selection. <laughs> Don't go away, Stella. I'll be back when I'm fully fledged. I shall be waiting. Oh, she's a sport. She's a sport. Yes. Now, sir. I have the enrollment form here. There are one or two questions to be answered. Oh? What about your antecedents? How dare you? <laughs> I'm only here to play golf, you know. Who are your bankers? Well, last week was Everton and Spurs, and they let me down on my dad. <laughs> I'm afraid this won't do at all. No, 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 no. He sounds like George Brown going through the pay rises, doesn't he? <laughs> I'm very much afraid you're eliminated. I can't possibly put your application before the committee. And why not, pray? Apart from all the other considerations, there is the entrance fee. Well, I thought there might be. Well, I'm not bothered. <laughs> That's 60 guineas. 60 guineas? You must have been mad. I've made a hole in my last ten bob at the bar. That bit has took us over the odds. 
Then, of course, there's the annual subscription. What? That's 30 guineas. Wait a minute. That's 90 quid. More than I pay my landlady, and I live there. <laughs> Those are merely the fees, always providing you're proposed and seconded. Oh. Which is very remote. Oh. We already have a mascot. Oh, ho, 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 ho. oh this scream. Watch it, or there'll be a hole in one, and you'll be the one. I take it we won't be seeing you again. But he was wrong, silly old fool. But didn't keep Francis out, I found a way. <laughs> I say, you there, caddy. Come in, sir. <laughs> All this bag's heavy, 48 clubs, and Nigel would be the only one without a trolley. Oh. Thank you very much. I say, have you ever browsed? Have you ever browsed through the, the postal, these postal baskets in the papers? Because you can find buy some very strange things, you know. But the best bargain I've had so far is this pair of binoculars. Binoculars, marvellous. I've set the telly back for a start. I just watched the one across the street. Because well, the binoculars bring no. These binoculars bring everything so close. At five yards, my Playgirl calendar is practically lifelike. I never knew the month for August had a mole. <laughs> and in a very funny place. <laughs> Mind you, to use these binoculars properly, you've got to get out and about. So I slung them round my neck. I felt like John Mills on the bridge. And strolled down to the park. park. He's a nice spot, Rainy. Let's flop here. I could do with a sit-down. Do with a sit-down? We're only about 20 yards from the park gate. You can't wait, can you? No sense in walking about. I always say one park's the same as another. Well, it is to you. Why can't you think about something else sometimes? Oh, I do. I took you on a boat in late last week. I know. It came on to rain and we were on that island for two hours. Better than rowing, though, wasn't it? Come on, Rainy, give us a kiss, you know, I'm on nights all next week. Oh, no, 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 Reg, not here. Where, then? Oh, honestly, I don't know. You do four hours over time and act as if you've never seen a woman before. <laughs> you know me, Reeny, young and red-blooded. It's a pity you don't become a donor. <laughs> oh, no, give up, stop oh, it, Reg. Come on, kiss a kiss and I'll get your ice lolly. Oh, bribery now. No, I'm not going to be bought. Oh, come on then. Just a quick one, eh? Come on. Reg, no. Now stop it, stop it. Here, Reg, look. Reg, look at that man over there. Hello, hello, hello. One of them crafty types. Here, here, you with the binoculars. What? You asking for a bunch of fives? No, I'm not. I didn't even know you were selling bananas. <laughs> I know you, Peeping Toms. Peeping Toms? How dare you? I've never peeped at a Tom in my life. <laughs> I don't intend to start now. Bash him, Reg. Oh. And who have we here, Modesty Blaze? <laughs> he was looking at us, Reg. I saw him and I know the type. Beady eyes and a twitch. <laughs> Control yourself or I'll send for the keeper. If you haven't got one already. Reg, you give him a bit of your karate. You've been done to use it. Right. Yeah, 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 son, don't you... I... Now, watch it. I can use myself, you know. I'm not known as the Muhammad Allah of the laundrette for nothing, you know. 
Just watch where you're pointing them binoculars. Oh, with all you're worrying about. Yeah. I was merely observing the little swallows on the wing. Through these, they look like VC-10s. <laughs> oh, I see. Only for a minute. I know. Nah, yes, you jumped to conclusions, didn't oh. you? I had no idea that your young lady would pick that moment to sit up and give you a backhander across the gob. <laughs> I still think you ought to wrap him up. Thank you, Enid Blyton. Well, all right, then. Let's forget the old thing, mate. Well, that's very consolatory of you. Look, if you'll excuse me, I want to get a close peep at those little ducks. He's at it again, Reg. Grab him. Hey. Oi, oi. And hand my binoculars. There's no need to be violent. Just, 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 let me have a look. Oh. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Never mind the ducks. What about the little dollies, eh? Look at that one over there. Wee! Where? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's have a look. They're my binoculars, no. I pay the deposit. Oh. Look at that lot playing netball. Oh, oh, you're right. All oh, such big girls, too. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you get these, mate? I saw them advertised in the paper. The off-colour supplement. Listen, I can let you have the address. Oh. Eight quid. You don't know what you've been missing. You're right. I'll come back to your place and get the advert. Rage? <laughs> Reg went mad. Brought Rini a pair as well. Very nice. Now they're seeing more of each other than ever. <laughs> oh! Yes. Now listen, I'm sorry. Now listen, I meant to tell you something. I, I forgot to tell you something at the beginning. They've been after me for a new TV series, you know, because they want to find Britain's answer to Dr. Kildare. You know, you know, they, no, no, they are. No, don't. Don't take the mick. No, no, don't. <laughs> Mocking Francis. Mocking Francis. <laughs> no, Dr. Kilday, you know the idea, a handsome, rugged, all teeth and profile type. Well, let's face it, who else is there? Don't start working it out. Well, apart from that, who else would do it for eight quid a week and a free health stamp? You're right again. Anyway, we actually did, we did a trial program, you see, a trial program. Uh, perhaps you'd like to hear a bit of it. Uh, Bill, let's have a bit of that trial program, you see. See what you think. Bit of trial program. Dr. Finkeeson, thank heavens you're here. <laughs> now remember, you're operating this morning, lecturing this afternoon, and this evening signing autographs in the wards. Mm. What is it about me which is... Oh, that's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> I'll play it as myself. What is it about me that's so irresistible? Don't you know, Doctor? Well, I do, but remind me. <laughs> All the nurses think you're so handsome, so brilliant, and so... Virile? Yes. Dynamic? Yes. I thought I'd help her out. <laughs> Poor thing, she was lost for words, you see. Uh, what is the operation this morning, Doctor? Well, well, I shall start, I think, with a simple tonsillectomy. I would do something a bit harder. We can't all pass the exams, can we? Anyway, <laughs> better make a start. This shouldn't take too long. I'll make the first incision right across here. 
anesthetic. <laughs> but I can't think of everything. Put him on regular Mark Four. <laughs> At three fifty for using gas. Oh, doctor, doctor, look, he's slipping away. Well, hold on to him then. <laughs> Don't let him get away. Oh, it's a right carry on this operating lark. And this scalpel's, this scalpel's blunt. Who had steak for lunch? <laughs> well, I sweated over that operating table. I sweated for four hours. Because I was still wearing my duffel. Well, there's no time for anything, you know, time for anything. It's like the meat counter in the rush hour. Yeah, it was a great success. Oh, that was wonderful to watch, Doctor. Oh, thank you, I... You really are quite brilliant with the needle. Well, I... Could let him go out of the theatre with that hole in his sock. <laughs> and now. And uh, now, now, Doctor, Miss Lola Laverne, the film star, is waiting for you. What? What? I can't keep his face up. I shall crack, crack, I tell you. Fifteen hours a day. Eight hours a week. I can't do eight days a week. I can't, I can't. It's not a blessed a woman here crying her eyes out. Look, you see, that's my trouble. I'm so convincing, you see. Oh, I beg your pardon. Someone's knocked a pipe out on a knee. I beg your pardon. Oh, oh! This is more than flesh and blood can stand. Look at my hands, chapped and rough. And you know why? I'm using the wrong, wrong scrubbing up liquid. That's why. Doctor, what about Miss Laverne? Oh, very well. You better send her in, but give me a minute to get out of this gown. They will use granny knots at the back. <laughs> I had to go home in it yesterday. I felt it form the bus. <laughs> well, the, the conductor asked me if I was fresh to the last slice. I got the fool. Come in, Miss Laverne. Dr. Finn Casey, you've got to help me. Help me, do you hear? All my husbands have left me. Even my psychiatrist is seeing his psychiatrist. I'm alone. I'm protected. I can't face life anymore. They've all turned against me. I'm in a long, dark tunnel. Leading to nothing. Nothing, do you hear me? An empty void. That's what my life has become. Meaningless. Can't someone do something? Um... Would you care to talk about it? Uh, now, perhaps I can help. Who are you, then? I'm her private doctor. She needs help, I tell you. Help is what she needs. She all needs All right, help. all right. Oh, ease away now. It's my serial, you know. I'll do the drama, thank you very much. Can you help me? Yes, I think so. You better get undressed. What for? Oh, that was a good idea. We've got to sell this series. <laughs> must sell the series somehow. There's nothing you can do, really, is there? Nothing. You're holding back. You're keeping the truth from me, Doctor. All You're right. Don't, 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 all right. Don't keep building up the part, dear. You won't get a penny extra. Don't flog yourself to death. <laughs> Doctor Finn Casey, I've got to tell you. What? I'm not ill at all. Eh? I'm here under false pretenses. Don't tell me. You're in love with me. How did you get? Oh, it's happened before. They all fall in love with a handsome Dr. Finn Casey. It's maddening. Why should it be? Well, don't you see? Don't you see? It's too much. I can't stand it. Day after day, hour after hour. 
I keep on. I'm fighting to keep... I'm getting the last whack. Don't worry. I can't do it. I can't. What about my child? You're the father of my child. Turn out of the house. I'm no adopted, but I'm in love with her, too. Could you see that? yourself, you'll never be a member of our club. Well, after doing that sketch, you see how full of You've just been confused by Frankie Howard despite the efforts of June Whitfield, Wallace Eaton and Robertson Hare. The show was concocted whilst running for a bus by Charles Hart and Peter Bishop and produced under sedation, of course, by Bill Worsley. I don't care! I can't stand it!